Welcome back to another episode of Man Cave Movie Night, the only show where that's good. We, uh, well, hmm. is there something we do that nobody else does? That's a good um, question. We do three, games. Three only white males. Do <laughs> we three white men talk about pop culture? Pop culture. That's, that's pretty unique. That's pretty I unique. I, I haven't heard of other people doing it. Well, guys, I've got a game for you today. Really? A little challenge, a little contest. Okay. Because the scope of this episode, and we'll get into that, is about streaming services. Yes, <laughs> there are perfect. so many titles out there of original content now being made by these streaming services. But I wanted to see if you two can figure out where these titles are from. What service made the original Okay, uh, so this is originals. Show. Oh, I see. I see. These are yes. original. This Perfect. is. Cool. I love because this because I, I don't know if if I said one that. Oh yeah, technically you can watch that on right, X, Y, or Z. Yeah. Then I I don't want to go back and fact check. So I'm just trying to do originals for each of these platforms. Uh, we'll go back and forth. I've got twelve titles. Ooh, nice, perfect. Excellent. Three, the first three rounds, I guess, are easier in my opinion. Sure. The other ones are obscure. So we'll start easy, and then we'll go harder. Great. Okay, who wants to go first? Me. Well, let me, yeah, I was going to say, let's have Niall go first. Okay. Lucas is Niall, so confident. the show is. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am quite win. confident. Only murders in the building. Okay, that is Hulu. That is Hulu. hey Look at that. Easy, Good job, right? I'm getting victory dances start. in early because I know I'm not going to be able to do them later. Dude, do a do a gritty on them. Yeah, do a whittly hit a gritty. <laughs> oh, now do the glizzy. I can't. Not here. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay, that's one point for now. Easy. Good job. Right. Easy. Thanks. Easy Lucas. Point. Next one. Barry. Barry is an HBO original. It is not a streaming service original, but it is available on HBO Max, which we're calling. Max now. <laughs> you got it. Congratulations. Yeah, that's correct. One point each. Look at you. Mm, On to round two. No problem. Mm. Niall, yours is... Stranger thing. Diabolical. <laughs> I guess the full title, and this is why it's easier, is The Boys Diabolical. Oh, oh okay. Gotcha. Amazon Prime. That is correct. That's <laughs> cool. the... I was like, what? <laughs> I've never, never easy heard of that. Oh, man, what a curveball. It's the animated one, right? It's the animated show. Gotcha. Have you watched that, either of you? No. I haven't uh, watched yeah. the live yeah, action one either. So, mm. Was yeah. that any good, Jared? No. Nah, it, it's kind of like Star Wars Visions, where you're mm. just like, I guess it's kind of fun to see more content, but like at the same time, idea. it's not. Which apparently I've heard season two of Visions is like top tier. Like season there one was some... kind of its own thing, but season two was real good. I so Haven't not to it. go too far off, but this is a streaming service. Oh my original, god! Yeah, so but this is bit... the cold open. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Visions. From what I've watched, I watched the first half. It's pretty good. It's different because okay. it's not all anime. They have like right, they got Art the Wallace Linden and Gromit, one, and so like yeah, the Wallace and Gromit guys, and so it's cool. Like different stories, same same idea. There were some of the stories like eh, and some of them were like really cool. So I, nice. I think it's worth watching. Okay, well. Thanks, Lucas. Your, <laughs> your next question is, or the show is, Welcome to Wrexham. Welcome to Wrexham is a Hulu original. 
That is correct. Nice. Or at least it's streaming on Hulu. Actually, I don't know if that is. A, I think it is a Hulu an original. Yeah. I think so. I think, well, it's FX. Uh, maybe it's FX. FXX. But also know. FX but that's where I'm and watching. Hulu yeah. are like linked at this Very. point. Yeah, because Disney owns FX and a majority stake in Hulu. Right. And so gotcha. they put all the FX stuff on Hulu. Well, look at that. Two rounds down, two points each. Easy, <laughs> Easy game. Easy game. Niall, your next one is The Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. Okay, that is Netflix. That is Netflix. Very nice. good. That's what Come I'm on. talking about. Three points. Have you guys watched that? I have. No. I, I really liked it. <laughs> I heard it was great, but it was canceled like all other Netflix shows that you start to get interested in. Dude, yeah. And the voice drops cast off after the second season. The voice cast for that show is unbelievable. That's what I've heard. Like, I've heard Andy go, Sanders go go look up, right? Yeah. Um, just go look up a, a list of all of the, the people who do it and... Nice. You'll be shocked. I just kept scrolling. I was like, for real? Oh, my yeah. God. Okay. <laughs> um, the last one, Lucas, for round three of the easy all the beans. Shrinking. Shrinking is an Apple TV Plus. Very correct. Nice. Mm, nice. Very good. Thanks very, for getting the plus correct. in there. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you got to shout out to my boy, Tim Cook, at Apple. Oh yeah, we're good friends. We go way back. Yeah, we're okay. all we're all kind of boys with them, but you guys definitely have the strongest connection. Yeah, absolutely. The next ones, all right, Niall. Yeah, your show is Florida Man. <sighs> and the silence speaks volumes. <laughs> um, everyone. I uh, man, this is a risk. I'm going to guess Hulu. I'm sorry, mm. the answer was Netflix. Oh, uh, yeah, I was going to say, that sounds like a Netflix, like a Tiger King type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on to Dang. Lucas. Yours is Queen Maker, the making of an it girl. An it girl? Yeah, maybe it's IT girl, but I doubt it. No, that's, <laughs> it. that's like a phrase. Um, <laughs> Queen Maker? Get that right. sounds like some slog that Prime would put up. So I'm going to guess Amazon Prime. This one was Hulu. Oh, round, round four didn't quite round go. Round four is the boys. shakier, oh. making us look like idiots. I know. Okay. Next up, Niall. Yeah. Yours is The Tomorrow War. The Tomorrow War definitely sounds like Amazon Prime to me. <laughs> That is correct. Nice. That is Amazon Prime. Definitely never heard of it, but that's starring Amazon Chris Prime. Pratt that came out in twenty one, I think. <laughs> so all right, one of those throwaways. All, all right, yeah, that's all really four points. Niall, three points. Lucas, let's see if we can tie it up with mm. this next title. Wait, are we tied? No, because you got one. Oh, wrong you, okay. You just got right. yeah, yeah, okay, yep. okay, yeah. And round five, right? Yeah, that's five. Oh. His Dark Materials. Oh, I know that, that is an HBO slash HBO Max slash Max. That is correct. Really? Mm. Oh, I would have. I would have <laughs> yeah. very confidently said a different thing. So <laughs> I'm glad well, that I didn't. Uh, next up, we've got Niall. Is okay. this the final round? This is the final round. Uh, final you guys round. are go. tied up. Let's see if someone can, yeah, come away with a dub. Your uh, movie or the TV series is Corner Gas Animated. Corner Gas Animated? Yeah. 
Uh, I feel like I'm going to have to think outside of the box with this one. I feel like it's not on one of the main ones. Uh, yes, I'm going to guess... I'm going to guess freebie. <laughs> freebie. freebie. This is on freebie. No, no way. way. Oh, dude, I was going to say freebie as a joke. That oh. is what we play for right there. That gets that a victory so dance. so dumb. Oh. Mm. That oh, is dude. so great. Oh, I'm so oh, I happy hate that. Right now. I I'm sorry that to the that. listeners that I just clapped right into the yeah. microphone. <laughs> But I got real excited. Oh, jeez. Okay. Uh, Lucas. Yeah. Your title is Silo. Silo? Spelled S-I-L-O? That's correct. I feel like this is one of those unknowns. I can see the finish line right here. Oh, <laughs> man, dude, I can't believe you got freebie right. Oh, I oh. was shocked. That <laughs> makes me galloping across the finish line. Silo, dude. Oh, man, let me just see. I know. I've never even heard of that. This I'm is also a TV either. series. Two. Oh, if that okay. helps. <laughs> is it a... Can't get any hints. I'm gonna guess that this is a lesser known one that I just don't have, and I'm gonna say that it is. No, I'm just gonna say Netflix because I don't know what else. It, I don't. I have no clue what Silo could possibly be on. Silo Sci-fi. is on Apple TV Plus. Oh, Ooh. brother! Silo with yeah. Rebecca Ferguson. Yep. What the heck? It's a new show. That's why I thought it would be harder. Oh, uh, that nice. was very. It hard. came out. I think it started coming out this month bro so. now i'm certain i'm gonna see ads for this all over and it's just gonna be like <laughs> well congratulations niall Thank our you. winner for today's game Thank uh you, everyone for this i will pay for one year subscription for you for any service you want really yeah, i choose freebie. no that's not true <laughs> i choose freebie, <laughs> freebie the nice is thing great about answer. freebie is that yeah it's free. i will give you I, I will get you freebie access Thanks. to freebie for a full year for you can watch year? corner gas animated great and only that and only that now i want to watch jury duty too but you know we'll get to it we'll get to it but for now let's get right in to the episode <laughs> with another episode of Man Cave Movie Night. Niall is on top of the world right now. You can tell he's beaming. And I'm Lucas so happy. looks like he'll never recover. <laughs> I, stuff like this stays with me. It stays deep in my core. <laughs> <laughs> well, today we're going to be talking about streaming service, obviously. And there are a ton of titles that are now put into one. Like uh, originals that are made for a certain uh, streaming service that is exclusive to that service. Um, and we're kind of going to, we're going to rank them. We're going to see if we can figure out what's the best ones, what are the worst ones, uh, what we predict, uh, the trajectory is going to be for some of these. If one that's been on top is going to fall to the ground or if some are going to, if freebie is going to come out of nowhere and, you know, yeah, yeah, just absolutely kill it. Um, to kind of start, I wanted to make a comparison. I feel like, 
the streaming services how they are now is kind of like when I grew up, there were obviously like the main channels we watched. Yeah. Um, and there were just some titles that I'm like, that one show makes this one the best. Worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know? So like for me, that was Drake and Josh. You know? <laughs> like just the fact that Nickelodeon had Drake and Josh made it better than any Disney thing, right? Yeah. yeah. And it was a treat to be able to go and watch <laughs> Drake, <laughs> Drake and, and Josh. Josh. Uh, and so I'm wondering if there are any shows at the moment that you feel like are that for you, right? It is a treat to go and watch it. And so for that reason, it just puts that streaming service just you know, above. above the rest. Mm. And that could also be like, oh, this was that show for this platform. Yeah. Right? It's not anymore. Um, I, nah, you go first. For me, so I'll say this quick, get it out of the way, and then I'll talk about other stuff. But for me, Letter Kenny on Hulu <laughs> is just like, you know what? Anytime a new Letter Kenny thing comes out, I am amped about it. And it makes me laugh always, you know? Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, for that reason, having Hulu is an important thing to me. Yeah. There's other yeah. stuff on Hulu, of course, but like, that's the show that, like, Whenever it's, I know that something new is coming out, I'm like, okay, <laughs> like sweet, <laughs> getting <laughs> ready for letter Kenny. Um, that, uh, and then, oh, I had another one. Oh, um, Apple TV Plus for me and Mythic Quest. Mm. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, I love mm. Mythic Quest. I think that it's very, very good. Um, mm. It's kind of an interesting blend of like some of the pacing of always sunny but put into a more like workplace comedy and i think that it's done really well interesting yeah i don't have apple tv plus i did like the three month free and used it probably twice right (laughs) (laughs) because i had already watched ted lasso through a different avenue Mm. um Uh, totally above board avenue yeah totally it was on this like totally like free website it was like yeah watch ted lasso free no payment and so and legal free and legal which was the coolest part about it um and so that's what i did with that show and otherwise there's some apple things here and there like silo obviously i gotta watch about and um you know shrinking actually i've heard is really good but it's not enough to get me to pay for it i'll say (laughs) and so um yeah for for honestly like, we'll talk best overall. I think we should have a discussion about that. But as yeah. far as, like, an individual thing, like, you, your initial question kind of was, Jared, yeah. I think you should leave. Like, mm, it's yeah. just so good that it it's makes like, Netflix, which I think is becoming the worst streaming for its service, yeah. still worth having. Absolutely. Because, I mean, there are other things on Netflix. Obviously, it's such a vast network. But I think you should leave, I think, is the best thing. Yeah. On Netflix, in terms of like rewatchability, because there's some originals that are like cool to watch, but I think you should leave is just so nice to be able to go back and rewatch with people or on my own and just show them. Um, especially since the episodes are only like ten minutes, it's just yeah. such a such a nice one. And there's only like twelve episodes of that thing total, so it really speaks to the power of that show. Yeah, I think as far as just in the past, like if we're looking historically, the two biggest kind of shows that made people probably like flock to these uh streaming services are netflix with stranger things no, i was gonna say and how big that was and then hbo max with game of thrones yeah yeah right like 
the people who had HBO Max had it because of Game of Thrones. It right. wasn't like, oh yeah, I mean, Chernobyl's on there, it's cool, or whatever. You know? It's like, <laughs> yeah. those I think are historically like the two shows I can think of that really make me want to do one or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, for like currently, Apple TV Plus has been Ted Lasso for me, right? I got yeah. that. I, I think I already had an account because I have Apple Music. And I yeah, was just included. Like, so there's never, kind of a bundle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think it's a student bundle or something. Oh, I see. But I, yeah, I guess I had it all this whole time, but I never used it. And then I just kept getting recommended Ted Lasso. And now I have it on my Xbox. You know what I mean? I downloaded <laughs> yeah. the app there. You get to play Ted Lasso. I get to play Ted Lasso. <laughs> you get to Which choose you actually can what do. Oh, really? On FIFA. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can that. play yeah. AFC Richmond on. That's uh, funny. Is AC Richmond a real team? No. No. Okay. No, the teams they play are real. Uh, Richmond isn't real, and then the their like big rivals aren't real. Mm. Um, for season three, I can't remember, but like all Is the other teams, they no, they're like episode ten of season three. Oh, are they? How many episodes are in this season? My guess 13? is 12, 13 ish. Yeah, I think twelve was what they had last season. So, anyway, those. I think that's a good place to kind of start of like, what yeah. shows are we watching? Why do we have these services? And also what services do you have right? yeah. <laughs> access yeah. to? Should we just kind of list yeah. them off? I, so another so one. So we all I've... have Freebie. Yeah, well, Freebie, obviously. We all have Freebie. Because um, how could you not? Yeah. I mean, with I've got a lot of those good cornered, ones. What was it called? Canyoned? The one you asked, Cornered? Cornered. Oh, Cornered Gas. Cornered Corner yeah. Gas animated. Which Corner yeah. Gas is actually really... I guess popular show of like a Canadian grocery store. So my dad or convenience store or something like that. That sounds familiar oh, actually. My, my dad really likes it and he you know like a lot of the shows he likes tried to show me some episodes and I was not interested. <laughs> He's like, like Dude, I'm sorry. I, this young this, Sheldon show, it's so funny. You'll it was it. so like it felt like they kept saying jokes but nobody was laughing. You know what I oh, mean? Oh because there's no laugh track? There's no laugh track, but Ooh. it felt like this one needed a laugh track. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, that that one was tough. But a lot of people love it. So not to hate. Uh yeah, <laughs> but that's so... just how I knew the uh knew the show. I I am on Sheldon. I'm on family plans for everything. So quick shout out to Kel. Thank you (laughs) for for all of the (laughs) streaming services. That's an actual shout out. Um, (laughs) But um, I am on Netflix, Hulu, HBO Max, um, Disney, uh, Amazon Prime. Technically have access to paramount plus um oh, wow. and peacock as well whoa um what else we got what else Discovery there's probably plus. some other ones i, I don't think so <laughs> i can't imagine <laughs> oh disney plus yeah, i forgot disney to plus. forgot to say yeah um but yeah so there's a lot of streaming going on in, in my family <laughs> uh i also wanted to do another quick mention hbo max for the Last of Us and Succession. I know both of those yeah. are shows that kind of keep people with HBO Max now, post Game of Thrones. You know, well, also House of the, House Dragon. Of the Dragon. Yeah. So HBO Max. Well, we'll get into this later. Yeah. Well, what, so what I, I was kind of think they're in the lead. <laughs> I, I think the main five are Netflix, Prime, Hulu, Disney Plus, and HBO Max. Sure. 
I think most people, it's like almost an expectation that you have those yeah. because people will talk about shows without even asking if you, it'll just be like, oh yeah, have you seen this? And typically it's like, oh no, not yet. Or yes, it's very rarely no, because I don't have Netflix. Right. Like it's, right. it's just like, those are the standard ones. And those are the ones I have. I don't have anything outside of that except for Canopy, which is something you can get through your library card, which is just like movies, um, like older movies and like some newer movies, which is just kind of nice to have. Um, and then, yeah, so Peacock, Paramount Plus, Discovery Plus, like all those ones that are like a little bit too specific for people to care about, I think most people just don't even bother with. Obviously, they yeah. have millions of subscribers, but no one no one goes up to you and is like, dude, have you seen that new uh, Paramount Plus original? Yeah. I can't even name one. The one with You've been Jeremy watching Renner. the sci-fi original? Yeah, sci-fi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stuff like that is on Paramount Plus. Or Showtime is also an app yeah. slash service that no one has, but oh, yeah. apparently has some pretty good stuff. And it's well, just like no one talks to people, like talks to each other with the expectation that you have Peacock even either because it's like right. the only reason anyone I know has Peacock is so that you can watch The Office. And at that yeah. point, you might as well just buy it digitally on your Apple account. <laughs> just sure. Um, well, and and I think you mentioned the kind of two groups. Apple TV is right in the middle. Apple TV Plus. I would agree. I would. Yeah, agree. it's it has titles where people are like, "Oh, you see Succession," or not Succession. That's uh, that's HBO. Severance is what you're Severance. Severance. That's what yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Yep. That's. Yeah. Have you seen Severance or or Ted Lasso? Like these are you still get people talking about the titles, but absolutely. That's yeah, but it's not an expectation that everyone has it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Enough to get people to maybe do a free trial to watch the one thing and then mm-hmm. maybe subscribe. But, it's yeah, it's not in the cultural zeitgeist so so deeply that like everything else is. Because it's like Squid Game. It's Sick just word really quick. Zeitgeist nailed it. Oh, you like that? Thank you. Yeah, I, I, like I got to throw in some words that people won't understand every now and again just to <laughs> yeah. show that I'm a college graduate now. I don't know. So our our listeners know what Zeitgeist is. <laughs> Good. oh yeah i'm glad <clears throat> um like squid game for example is one that everyone has seen right yes i haven't seen it okay Coward. well most people have seen squid game stranger things of course that's mm-hmm. the stuff like that is just so infused within our society now where it's just like you can't not have netflix for that but right. you know stranger things is ending and you know it's netflix of all the services is the one that yeah. kind of people are losing interest in, I think, yeah. because their originals just aren't nearly as strong as well, the other they're, ones. They're frequently announcing. I think the last two quarters they've announced a dip in subscriber counts. People are unsubscribing to Netflix. Yep, which is crazy. And Disney Plus actually announced a subscriber dip this last um, interesting quarter as well. Which is maybe it's because they keep cranking out trash versions of cool things. That's I think exactly <laughs> what it is. I think a lot of people are getting frustrated with these. The whole reason. I mean, I saw this poll and it was like supposed to be shocking, I guess, but it was like seventy five percent of Disney Plus users subscribe for Star Wars and Marvel content. And I'm like, yeah, that's the only reason Duh. I. Have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why else would Whoa. you have? Like, it's cool to have access, like, to the back catalog of Disney stuff to watch it, but in, like, that's not enough to keep me paying month to month. Yeah. You, you got to keep the new stuff. To watch old stuff I've already seen. Like, yeah, yeah. Like you got to have new those... stuff coming out, but it's also got to be of any value. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So. Cool. Oh. So do we want to kind of focus on those top five? Yeah, I think so. we should. I think, so. I, I think we should uh, talk about 
for our, us individually, just the best in our opinions, like overall yeah. service. And we can well, disagree or agree depending on that. Unless I also something. want to just point out before we go further for the listeners, if you're interested, I know I've brought this, this dude up a couple of times on the podcast, but Eddie Burback on YouTube has a very good video where he, um, it was happening like in the middle of COVID where streaming oh, services nice. were like what people were talking about. Yeah. And he builds the, he builds the perfect streaming service. He goes through all of the streaming services. He talks about the things that are bad about each one and the things that are good. And then he builds the best one. And it's, it's pretty interesting. So if you want to, if you want to, get someone who's done a lot more research than we have talking yeah. about this topic. That's a great video to go and watch. It's very funny. Um, so awesome. there you go. Can cool. I also, before we dive into the big no. ones, uh, this is a niche one, but it's my favorite. It's dropout. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, oh, of course. We, we talk about dropout all the time. Um, at least on, on the podcast. And, um, it has a bunch of game shows and dungeons and dragons shows and, really just fun content where they use the same cast in a lot of different productions. And so you feel like you really know the players and you're rooting for them. Niall and I watched an episode today where they basically recreated survivor uh, Mm. on the show and just had these comedians go through and play. And it was really, really fun to watch. A lot of fun. And we were like, Almost tearing up at a part. Invol- yeah, there was there was an emotional <laughs> epicenter of that episode for sure. Interesting, but um, it's so it's made by it the out. College Humor people, um, yep. so it's kind of like it's interesting because it's a streaming service that is kind of aimed at millennials and younger in terms of the content, but also made by millennials and younger, so it like actually understands them. You don't get the like uncomfortable like. Netflix shows that feel like they're aimed at millennials, but definitely being written by boomers. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, I love this telephone that I can put in my pocket. Yeah. It's so convenient to have. Playing video games, like leaning with the controller and mashing the thing. And it's just like, this isn't real. And it's like sitting like, let's, let's all name a video game guys. We love video games. We love video games. You can see I have a video game poster for Call of Duty. Yeah. Because I play Call of Duty. Because I love Call of Duty, the game. I, I love playing Call of Duty on my Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. So, yeah, Dropout. Um, big yeah, Dropout's out. great. I was going to say, a lot of it is not scripted, and that's what's so fun about it. Mm. Yeah. Right? It's All the shows are just people having conversations, talking about, get this, movies and yeah. nerdy games and Shocker stuff. that we like it. Yeah, shocker Maybe. that we're in, in, enjoyers of it. Average Dropout enjoyer. <laughs> cool um i have watched a few stuff with them but i don't have it personally but it does sound stuff. fun and good yeah. yeah a few stuff of them yeah yes with them of them i'd with say them. that so yeah. yeah okay cool all right um, so let's i can get started on the overall if you guys what's the worst one pertinent worst one Ooh. um of the main five let's we're focusing on those right and and here's the thing i want to i want to talk about this. We're not just talking about content. Yeah. I want to talk about user interface. I want to talk about like, yeah, all of that stuff because there are some, uh, platforms that have really good content, but it's almost unusable (laughs) in like 
the way that the actual interface is put up. For me, my least... Oh, I just dropped a penny because I'm fidgeting with a penny in my hand. Um, for me, my least favorite one is Amazon Prime. Totally agree. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. As far as user <laughs> and everything, absolutely. Yeah. It just Thanks. looks terrible. It's a messy interface to like look for shows through. It, uh, I just... Now, they've got some amazing original series, like shockingly good yeah. shows coming out of Amazon Prime. Yeah. And I think that's why Prime Video is one of the like contenders of the top five. Well, so mm-hmm. here's the thing. Plus, everyone has Amazon Prime these that's days. That's exactly right. what I was going to say. I don't know yeah. anyone who has Prime for Prime Video. Like, <laughs> if they separated those and made yeah. Prime Video a separate charge, I'm sure their subscriber base would plummet. Yeah. Because I just have Amazon Prime. And Prime right. Video just happens to be an add-on. And I don't think until it was like they started making actually like shows that people have any interest at all, like The Boys and Lord of the Rings. I think those are really two shows mm-hmm. that people are finally like watching on Amazon. Yeah. Because otherwise, I don't know any... Like, Amazon Prime is nice because you can rent stuff in-app as well. Any movie is on Amazon. And so you can just rent it as a part of the service, which yeah. is really convenient and nice. But now Apple, you can do that with too. And so, like, Prime is nice, obviously, because they have, you know, sh- some shows and movies that other streaming services don't as well. But as far as, like, just seeking out Prime to use it for the originals, I, I don't know anyone that really uses that. Yeah. Though The other nice thing is that it has the IMDb credits as a part of it. Like, if you pause, right. that is a really nice feature, but it's just horribly designed. Like, it's horribly yeah. in- implemented. In well, theory, yeah, it's, it's like, it's in your face about it. Yeah. So it, like... You turn it on and the screen is immediately covered by the IMDb info. And you're just kind of like, maybe that's not what I want to be seeing right now. The one benefit that I will give Amazon Prime is it's easy to do subtitles with. 100% agree. The subtitle customization It's just just one button on the screen where you just turn it on. Every other platform... You click subtitles and then it opens this giant thing where you have to like scroll and find English and then turn (laughs) it on and then like close out of it. But then if you close, if you're on your Xbox, you press B and it goes out of the video instead of just the, the menu drives me crazy. And Amazon prime has it figured out. You just click it and they're on, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's yeah, that. the that's the user interface benefit I will give to Amazon Prime. But outside of that, oh, just I actually, crazy. I actually do agree with that because you can also customize the subtitles as well to make them bigger, smaller, mm. like the opacity and the colors, yeah. which no other service does. Like Disney Plus, like I, I watch everything with subtitles. It doesn't matter if I've seen. Like I just love having subtitles on, mm-hmm. and it's nice with Prime because you can make it smaller and out of the way. With Disney Plus, they're huge. They have the black background, and sometimes yeah. I'll just turn Cut them off because it's like this is insanely distracting because it's yeah. just they're so big especially on your phone yeah. they just take up so much of the oh yeah they're blocking the and i don't even watch with subtitles i have a friend with a hearing loss who likes to have the subtitles on and i watch a lot of stuff with him so i end up turning the subtitles on for a lot of things so i've dealt with a lot of subtitles and amazon primes are good disney plus is the worst mm-hmm. subtitle platform Absolutely. of all of them <laughs> yeah. especially because you click on it and it pulls up a list 
of every language that is spoken or has been spoken on earth. <laughs> it just goes on and on and on. It's like, do you want to watch this with Latin subtitles? And it's like, Latin's a dead language. No, I don't want to. It's do you insane. want Spanish or do... the language of the last dragon? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, it's just like, maybe the language why are these the here? people on the screen are speaking. And, and the fact that English isn't at the top of it like oh, yeah. take the location settings of the user if and put else, that yeah. at the top but but the fact that i have to scroll to find english cc is insane you know yeah, yeah. man this so, really just turned into the subtitles episode yeah really. Yeah. guess what I'm we're not gonna have subtitles for this episode <laughs> <laughs> sorry we'll have audio subtitles you can hear what we're saying that's yeah, true there you go um but the thing I totally agree with Niall with the Prime Video like user interface by far the worst. Horrible. The yeah. other thing is IMDb's user interface is also horrible. Um, also owned by Amazon, IMDb. Mm. The thing that's crazy about IMDb though is that it's like the industry standard for like the film industry. Like people use IMDb yeah. as listing their credits and sending it like as a resume to people, and it's just so horribly designed. And it has not seriously. It has not been updated since the early 2000s. If you go on the website, like the phone app works fine. It's still not great. I hate the app. I still go to the website on my phone. So the the website is just like so, it, it just looks like HTML, just yep. very standard, very basic. All of the blue white. links. Yeah, and, blue links. It's yeah. like, come on, have you not taken the time to update this stupid thing? Because so many people use it for work and it's just like, nah, no. And stuff like that just frustrates the crap out of me. Um, <laughs> transitioning though into yeah. the best unless jared you had something well to say. i, I want to kind of just go well, in order i was just gonna say best user interface i think it's uh, hulu okay i do like and hulu i'll say why bit, actually in particular in specific with watching shows on hulu they don't when you click on it it doesn't just play the episode it takes you into the show and at the That's top true. it has the episode you were on or you can very easily transition down into the seasons and episodes no other service does that, and I hate it because I would much rather click a second time to start the episode rather than automatically start the episode, have to, to go back, back or search the show in this like search bar to go in and then look for episodes. Like, right. Best example of that is The Simpsons. I don't typically just watch like binge The Simpsons, but right. I'll watch certain episodes, and you have to search The Simpsons go into it and then go into the seasons. Like it's just such a nuisance that just, you know, if you're making a product to be convenient for your users, then why are you making it like that? It, it just, uh, it just, the up. menus on Hulu. I don't like because I, like I feel the like menu. they do this like layered thing where it like goes out from the side and it's like, okay, season this episode, this, and it seems like the directions always switch. Like, is up going to take me to the next episode or the previous episode, things like that. Like it just in my brain, at least it feels inconsistent and it's really easy to get like lost in. Cause there's not enough like color contrast in a lot of the menus where it's I just see. like, I can't, I don't even know where I'm at right now. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I do like that Hulu. I, f if I'm not mistaken, I always feel like I can find the continue watching very easily yeah with yeah. netflix i'm like oh, where netflix are my is the worst where about am I, that. <laughs> like it's because yeah. they're trying to we shove all their scroll watch. halfway through yeah it's, with netflix and hbo bad. max half of the time hbo yep. max just doesn't have a continue watching and you're like uh, you're like cool it's so annoying 
I'm not on here to find new stuff right now when you know that I'm halfway through succession. Exactly. It's like, like I am using Netflix to binge. You know what I'm here for. Don't give me some bad Netflix original. (laughs) Like I'm not Florida man. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Give me Florida. Uh, The banners and stuff of the new stuff. And, And so that's the thing I'll say as well with Netflix in particular, um, which is something that Martin Scorsese has said, and I happen to agree with him on this one, um, <laughs> which is that Netflix has provided a lot of great opportunities for young filmmakers to be able to get their content made because it's such a good platform for people to access stuff and have an actual budget behind their product or thing. But the the issue with that is so much of the stuff they make is just not very good. Like there's not a whole lot of... Um, yeah. restriction and there's a lot of creativity that comes from restriction and it's just kind of like hey Ryan Reynolds or Jamie Foxx or whoever here's a movie here's 20 million dollars and yeah. we don't care if it's bad we just care if people watch it and that's typically what happens mm-hmm. um, and so yeah Netflix is very interesting about that like Netflix has yet to win an, like best picture and Apple has won one already like they won for Coda and they so I, I think Netflix is like they've been in the game for so long, but none of their stuff has really been super award like contending. And Apple definitely, you can kind of tell, wants their stuff to be more prestigious, I guess, to an extent. Obviously, some yeah. of that doesn't follow that. But Ted Lasso, another super successful show. Um, mm-hmm. Severance, Shrinking, all those are like super high caliber shows. And I think they're being a lot more cautious about the type of product they make where Netflix, I think is cool that it's providing more opportunity, but just the overall quality is just lower. Yeah. Well, that's another thing I just wanted to share real quick. I had to look this figure up to make sure that I was getting, getting it right. Um, Netflix in 2022 spent $21.83 billion on content obligations. Yeah. That's yeah, that's on making so... new content, like ordering new shows, but also like keeping up the ones that they've got running. That's twenty twenty one point eight three billion. That's the worth of a lot of companies. Oh, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. And and they are spending that just on getting shows to be like more shows to be made in one and it's year like, too. Like, yeah, yeah, and if you cut that in half and just focused on making better shows, yeah, you're you're your streaming service would just be, you would still be spending $10 billion (laughs) in a year, but you would be making content that is going to make people actually come back to the app. Because right now it's honestly just, you're stuck in a sea of content and like, it's it's too much. And most of it's bad. Mm -hmm. It's too much. Most of it's bad. And then the stuff, the gems that are in there usually don't get renewed for a second season. Yeah, that's right. the other and, thing that's and frustrating. If the issue is people aren't sticking with a show or watching it, maybe it's because they have a million options. Yeah, right. You know, like choose your projects, really put the time and effort into it, and then give people a chance to watch it. Yeah, and don't flood it with Florida Man. I, yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't even name twenty one point eight three projects that they made last year. Like I, I can't name <laughs> like that many Netflix projects, like which is Bro. crazy to me. Yeah. Even if they made twenty one projects and they all yeah. cost a billion dollars each, I wouldn't be able to name them. Right. And I know obviously they made hundreds of things. And really, the only ones I can think of that came out last year: Stranger Things season four, like Wednesday. Yeah. Well, so, like that's, that's the end. Of, I don't know other yeah. Netflix originals. Like that's the it's thing. Crazy. To to Jared's point. 
the viewership for Stranger Things didn't dip off after season two, you know, like mm-hmm. in, in a significant way. People are coming back to that. And it's because it's a cultural phenomenon. Yeah. And the more you focus on investing in content that is going to become a cultural phenomenon rather than just something that's interesting for two seasons, the less you'll have to cancel your shows, meaning the less you'll have to invest in new shows. Mm-hmm. It Like, if you just spend your money on the shows that you already have, making sure that they continue to be good, then the the shows themselves will maintain a quality and people won't stop watching it, you know? And so, uh, uh, again, this is a thing that is um, not to timestamp uh, time this episode too much into when we recorded it, <laughs> but the Writers Guild strike is happening right now. Yeah, and yeah. it's, I, I think, I hope at least, going to result in better streaming content down the line because streamers will actually be paying their writers a a fair and livable wage to make better content for longer. Um, There's, there's a bunch we could go on about all of the things about the writers, writers strike. But first of all, uh, for the viewers or, or listeners out there, I would say expect in about a year and a half to two years to start to really <laughs> feeling the effects of this strike that's happening right now. Yep. Yeah. Because it, people are going to be like, oh, well, it doesn't matter because stuff is still coming out. Yep. That's because that stuff was already, already filmed written. and yeah. it's just being edited. There is going to be a drought of good content in the, in the next little while, hopefully followed by a, a renaissance of good streaming material. But... That's we're getting into yeah. other, I, I, other. I think that's a really territories. good. I, I think just talking about streaming services in general, that's a really good mm-hmm. topic to like just talk about for a little bit because yeah. it's very like relevant. And the thing with streaming services paying their writers and just creators versus t- television in the past, I don't think we've talked about this on a previous episode. I know I've talked to people about it, but basically, the idea of residuals just does not yeah. happen with streamers. And what that is, is where, so for example, Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David are still making millions of dollars a year off of Seinfeld because of the residuals, because it's on Netflix, it's on Hulu, it's still on TV, like with reruns. And that is something that streamers don't do because they're not required to share the information of viewership. Whereas there's federal regulation for TV channels to share they're specific like you have to be 100% transparent about exactly how many people are watching because of advertising because you can if you were to lie for example which is what happened like when TV was first starting up and getting really big you're saying like oh yeah hey we have x million of people that watch this show so you can pay us this much to advertise on our channel when in reality maybe that wasn't 100% the case and so that type of transparency i think will truly require like a federal regulation in terms of saying this is how many people are watching these streaming services. Because, yeah, there's like the Nielsen chart with like the minutes, but that's not 100% accurate because they don't have the actual access to the data that the companies themselves have. And they're right. just completely unwilling to share that. And so they'll pay these writers and say, hey, cool, great. You made a Netflix for us. And then it'll shoot and make a ton of money and a ton of people will watch it off of the, you know, merchandising or whatever, people will continue watching it, but they won't see a dime of that because that's not how streaming deals are 
working currently. And I think that's a huge, well, that is a huge part of this current strike is the idea of we want to see, like we want fair pay for this money that you guys are making billions of dollars. I mean, if Netflix has $22 billion to spend just on the content creation, they have yeah. enough money to be paying their writers more in, you know, mm-hmm. residuals and even just upfront. And yeah. so it, and it's, also yeah, it's a very interesting the, time for writing. The transfer, the transfer culturally from, um, it used to be you were getting paid to write 22 episodes. Yeah, that's the, yeah, and then that's the all of thing. those episodes were airing. And now seasons are eight to 10 episodes. Yep. And so it's just, you're writing less and you're getting paid less per episode and you're not getting residuals. So that's why the writers killed is striking right now. (laughs) This is, this is, no, it it relates to streamers because it's interesting for me. I don't know if yeah. it's interesting for everyone. It's just like, I, I think it probably is because people are probably seeing it on their Instagram yeah, and stories and like what it is. And then a year from now, uh, hello listeners in 2024, yeah. um, you know how nothing good is coming out right now? It's because <laughs> what we're talking about. Yep. Like yeah. the last writer's strike that was really big like this from by the WJ lasted 100 days, which is And it was in know, like 2007, months, right? Something like that, yeah. And it was pushing stuff for years and so, like a lot of the Marvel, Star Wars, like unless they get this resolved quickly, which seems unlikely, I mean, it's been going for a couple of weeks now, we can hope that it does, but it will, yeah, significantly affect when stuff comes out in 2024, yeah. five, six, and beyond. Um, and I think with, um, after it ends, the thing that happened last time, I've just kind of read on Reddit or wherever else, people who were working at that point, it was like, there was just an insane, like, oversaturation of scripts and so a lot of writers had a really tough time working right after the fact even though they got their terms or whatever there was just too much especially for like first time or new writers which Mm -hmm. unfortunately is the position I'm in where I just graduated you know I would like to pursue filmmaking writing in particular further down the line and it's just it's a very interesting time to be graduating because I'm graduating with the writer strike happening and also this might sound like weird, but AI is having a huge negative effect on the creative side of yeah, just life, which sucks because I remember a few years ago, people were like, oh yeah, you know, blue collar jobs is all going to get automated, blah, blah, blah. You should, yeah, creative, creativity will never go away, which is true. However, creativity can now be easily programmed by a computer that can do it maybe even better than you yeah. can. Creativity it's, it's won't go better. away, but it could be demonetized. Yeah, absolutely. Which is, you know, kind of a scary thing. Because, I mean, you guys make music as stuff as well. And, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. we obviously did Please Do Not Together. And it's like that type of stuff could just be manufactured or animated so easily um, in the coming months and years as it is an exponential curve and how, you know, how good AI is doing in terms of replicating you know, writing or drawing or whatever it is. So, well, yeah. so far it's been doing pretty good. That's right. This whole podcast you've been listening to <laughs> was written by, was written by AI. AI. Honestly, though, big the, reveal. We, we typed into Bing, write a man cave movie night episode for if, us. If a company, in theory, obviously this yeah. is not going to happen. If a company, in theory, wanted to use one of our voices for like an ad, they could oh, take. They have. They have so hundred plus hours. Of info. They yeah. could just yeah. steal our, one of our voices and use it for an ad. And just program like la 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 whatever make him say this and there's anytime Lucas is recordings. talking every now and then there's blinker noises because of the Star Wars <laughs> yeah, episode yeah the, the one Star Wars episode kind of like <laughs> corrupts it just enough to, yeah 
Anyway, that was a whole tangent, but I, I think it's still yeah. relevant because it's it streaming mm-hmm. services in particular. I think will be like, especially with their unwillingness to pay currently, will be crazily affected by AI. And I think yeah. you'll be able to tell when something is written by AI, and maybe you won't be able to. Um, or also, at least like, we'll, we'll see. What adding on to something I said a couple of episodes ago that you guys disagreed with but said that it was interesting. I think the Writers Guild strikes might also push some of these streamers, maybe even from federal mandate uh, points of view, towards releasing things in a more cable-like structure. Not necessarily, like, reverting to cable, but going more to, like, kind of the week-to-week releases and things like that. Yeah. To standardize it with the way that residual laws already work for cable, yeah, that I can totally see it happening. That wasn't what we disagreed with you on. We disagreed with you on the fact that you were saying stuff is going, people are going to go back to cable instead of streaming. So <laughs> yeah, maybe it wasn't we the misunderstood oh, I, evolution. It yeah. was either either cable I spoke still wrong. Be thriving. Yeah. I I. <laughs> Potentially spoke wrong because I cable is still going to be thriving because of sports. Yeah, um, sports, yeah. Well, I I maybe said it wrong, but I was saying I I at least the thought in my head yeah. was that companies are going to start taking Modeling more of a cable like model. Yeah, and I think that's totally true. Uh, it's interesting. So this uh, recently Disney Plus announced that Loki would be season two would be releasing on October sixth yeah, and releasing week to week, and then Echo. A Disney Plus show, all the episodes are coming out on the same day, which interesting. I think is a very. I didn't hear about that. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's means no one two cares things. about Echo. Exactly, no one cares bad. about Echo, and so they're not expecting it to do well. But also, I think they're they're testing another model because Disney Plus has yet to do this, where they're just releasing it all at once and seeing if that generates more buzz. Because the thing with Mandalorian season three is even though it was week to week, no one was really watching it or caring about it as it was coming out. In terms of from what I could see, like with season two, everyone was watching it. Everyone cared so much about it. Season three, I feel like no one was watching it except for like me and my roommates. Like Book of Boba Fett totally undercut it. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, honestly. honestly. Yeah, and especially after we got Andor, where it was like much higher quality of Star Mm -hmm. Wars show, it's like why would I care about something that's not clearly not given as much... um, care as Andor was um and so yeah it, it's it'll be very very interesting to see like not uh, i was saying just kind of the ebbs and flows of the streaming service model and already netflix has introduced a new ad tier which they'd never done before mm-hmm. um so which is actually i think a great move i agree yeah totally agree because netflix, it's like let more people get it for cheaper yep and also make more money yep. by getting money from advertisers like mm-hmm. It's a good business move, and I think it's a good move for consumer options, you yeah, know? Yeah, for sure. People complain about it because they're like, oh, I don't want ads on my Netflix. And it's like, either pay more or just, like, deal with it, kind yeah. of. But, yeah. like, I think that it's uh, I think it's kind of a good direction, no, personally. I totally agree. I, as long as there's always the option for the non-ad version of a streaming service, right. The I think where it will really, which I hope does not happen if ads just become the standard because then it's just cable again yeah. but less expensive because you get to choose which services you use but I right. don't know. Um, we'll okay this. back to streamers yeah I will say 
I just want to list my favorite with user interface and then my favorite with content. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Favorite user interface, even though I don't like how difficult it can be to find continue watching, and I know this is going to be controversial, but Netflix. Oh, that's your favorite interface, really? I like the Netflix interface, especially in the actual viewer window. It's just simple. It's got the back 10, forward 10, play. It comes up with the next episode thing at the bottom. I feel like it does... And it has I feel mobile like, ads now. Oh, uh, good. Mobile games. Mobile yeah, mobile games. games. I've actually not even seen that. <laughs> I, I feel like a lot of people kind of trash the algorithm on Netflix, but I actually have had pretty good experiences with it in the recommended for you stuff. I feel like it generally comes up with stuff that I would actually be interested in. Every now and then it'll give me a recommended for you that's like, okay, I know that this is just your new show and you yeah. want me to watch this. But for the most part, I feel like I get good stuff out of it, and and I like the Netflix interface. It looks... Do you know how the the algorithm was made? Oh, yeah, if no, we're all going on tangents, ChatGPT. <laughs> yeah, ChatGPT. Is it actually no, no, no? no. Oh. So when Netflix was trying to figure it out, crack the code to this algorithm, how can we make the recommendations actually match what people are watching? They created a competition using a soft, uh, like a coding. A platform called Kaggle, uh-huh. okay. and they released data onto there that was like test data, which they would compare to like actual data. Oh, I see. And basically made a competition that said we're going to give like a million dollars to whoever makes the best algorithm. Oh, interesting. Sent it out. So many coders started creating like these different ways to like predict, you know, these different models that would again like find the best match. match yeah. And then they'd compare it to the test data to try to like, or the actual data and find which ones were the best. And they did all of that. I'm, I'm sure they chose a winner, but they actually didn't take that model. Instead, they took all the models and combined them into one. Really? Jeez. So did anyone <laughs> get paid I feel like for that's it? either a really good idea or a really bad idea. Well, I mean, it depends on just what produces the best like results. Yeah, the best, yeah. And, and that might be an exaggeration, you know. But yeah, as far but as the story, it's some I Frankenstein remember, that's what, amalgamation. That's what, yeah, it's an amalgamation of like a lot of them, and so wow. it's a really interesting story. But yeah, that's that kind of how they created it, cool. and it works. Like it worked at the beginning, and that's what made helped make Netflix pop off. And then interesting. From wow. like now, it's so oversaturated that yeah. I don't care about anything that they're yeah. showing. Yeah, exactly. and imagine. Like Imagine I watched you're a stand-up those... routine and you said I should watch another one. Good job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean? I, just some, yeah. I just imagine being one of those coders that made that and didn't even get the million dollars, and then they find out that Netflix is spending twenty-one point eight three <laughs> billion dollars a year on content stuff, and it's yeah. kind of like, and that's well, the million dollars wouldn't have been like just yeah, but still, retroactively, it's like my algorithm is still probably benefiting you and keeping people on your app and website. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure there was some sort of disclosure of like <sighs> Netflix can can use just this. use it, yeah, and right. take it that people didn't read, and they're like, oh. Good. Uh, that's that's nuts I yeah it's just a model yeah um and in terms of content uh hbo max 100 percent. i just i feel like if i only had hbo max i still would be able to watch something new after every show that i'm finishing and have 
and not feel like, all right, once I'm done with this, what am I going to do with yeah. this app? You know, mm-hmm. I totally every agree. other app I'm kind of like, okay, once I finish this, it's kind of like, I guess I'll check another thing and see what they have, you know, but HBO max, I just feel like there's so much on there that I want to watch. And I'm really stoked about the fact that Netflix is kind of no longer the standard for stand up comedy routines. They've got they've got specials on HBO Max and they've got them on Hulu oh, yeah. and like Prime has it's some it's Prime, Prime has some it's really starting to kind of branch out and I think that that's great for the stand up comedy uh, World. scene which yeah, is something scene. that yeah. I I am very interested in yeah and the more that we start getting competition in there I think the more comedians I like are going to be putting out specials because which is cool like, yeah, that's great because um, streaming services are going to start having higher demand for them so I'm I'm really excited about that yeah I um, totally agree HBO Max has the best content if I were to get rid of all of my streaming services except for one I would keep HBO Max and it's not even for like sure. a competition for me there's the, the other streaming services I almost use for, like, retroactively watching stuff that I already love. Hulu has um, Sunny. Um, Netflix yeah. has Seinfeld. And I think you should leave. And some of the other stuff we've talked talked about. And Disney Plus is awesome because I love Marvel and Star Wars. Even though their content, the quality of their content ebbs and flows, I'll still watch everything they put out. I just, I, I love it. HBO Max is so great because it has the back catalog of every HBO show. And HBO is just the best channel. Like, overall, in consistency, HBO just knocks out of the park all the time. Game of Thrones, obviously, we've talked about. But The Sopranos, The Wire, Oz. Like, there's so many shows that I haven't seen that I've heard exclusively good things about that just make it so I will keep that streaming service forever. Smiling Friends. Smiling Friends, which I honestly really do (laughs) think is funny. Like, it's (laughs) totally worth watching. I love it. I Um, love it. And it kind of really gives you perspective on how much Warner Brothers owns as well, because they own DC, yeah. they own Cartoon Network, they own um, HBO, and so all these. They, have all they got the Ghibli movies yeah, on yep, there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, yep. Oof, all of them just amazing. conglomerated. Um, is just wild. So, yeah, it's really, it's really, really nice. So, totally agree with Niall on that one. Yeah, I think my favorite one with content is HBO Max. (laughs) (laughs) I will say no less. That's a good answer. um, I will say my least favorite for content, at least in the last years, has been Disney Plus. Now, let let me explain. Yeah, clarify. I love like Star Wars, and I love you know most Marvel. Uh, but everything that's been new on Disney Plus recently that I've watched has felt like a chore because it is a chore because I have to watch it for this. <laughs> but <laughs> but like I, I usually don't find myself like, man, oh, Captain and the Winter Soldier, let's go. Yo, you know, yeah. I'm like, I'm not like, let's get back into the uh, Hawkeye series. <laughs> even Moon Knight was like, it was good. Yeah. Was it as good as House of the Dragon? No. In my opinion, not no, even yeah. close, right? I, yeah. Like, there's other shows, and, like, same with The Last of Us. Like, blew it out of the water. Way better. Oh, yeah, way better. You know? And so it's like, yeah, they have the most, like, intellectual properties that are recognized and people like. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, Mm -hmm. like, they're doing their thing. But if I had to cut one, it'd be that one. Right? Yeah. Um, It's not consistent enough as well as the other thing with their originals. Now, if I was a grown-up with children... 
it would be my number one. Yeah, of course. Because <laughs> yeah. I would need, I would love to, you know, have just like frozen on in the background. Yeah. And you know, you know great you, stuff. You can throw up Disney Plus, and they're not going to stumble upon some yeah. pornographic euphoria. Netflix. Yeah, euphoria. Something right. like that. It's just like, hey, mom, look what we've been watching for the last hour and a half. And it's just like the most heinous, oh. like adult. They could fall on Jessica Jones. So that's the thing with Disney Plus. Oh, but you have to they unlock do child lock. Yeah. Child lock which is a default feature, which I think is smart. Because again, like Jared said, people use Disney Plus, I don't know about primarily, but certainly at a high level for them, their children or as or a family. Family yeah. content. Family yeah. content, for sure. Yeah, and it's it's good just for me as a consumer, what I'm looking for, it's not Disney Plus yeah. typically. Right. So I would put, like, if I was to rank them in order, honestly, it'd be like HBO Max and then Prime Video just for the content that it creates. Yeah, interesting. Um, and then Hulu, Netflix, Disney Plus. Yeah. I would rank the same except I would switch Hulu and Prime just because I've seen more stuff from Hulu that I've enjoyed. Um, yeah. Hulu's kind of my go-to. I don't have Crunchyroll or yeah. Funimation or something right. like that. So There's my anime, anime content anime. is typically from Hulu. Well, doesn't Netflix have some great anime adaptations, though? They do as everyone yeah, else. Death Note live action. Death Note live action. Cowboy Bebop live action. When I watch anime, Avatar live action. Either by recommendation or reputation. Mm. Okay, so yeah. and usually the ones who are that are rec- like have a good reputation are the ones that are uh, older and came before like mm-hmm. the uh, original series of these shows. So yeah. like even Demon Slayer, My Hero Academia, like yeah. As, Demon like, Slayer is that ones. for me 100% where it's like I don't really know anybody that watches Demon Slayer but I know that everybody watches Demon Slayer <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean Kumetsu yeah. no Kaiban in case like, you guys yeah. weren't sure that's, that's is that what it is yeah. why do you know all of because like Shinjeki no Kyojin is one that people know yeah but why do you know Demon Slayer <laughs> I have a friend who speaks Japanese and he told me that one gotcha <laughs> oh, okay. and, and then just, what's the what's the other there. one there's another one that I've been wanting to watch it's called like Tokyo Ghost Tokyo is that what it's called Tokyo Ghoul. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've never I'm even heard of that in I, English. So I, I started that one. Very good that one start, that. started. It was kind of like a Castlevania, the anime. It was just cool. kind of grossed me out. It was just a oh, little too much. Um, so, yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of the first, like, three episodes. The, the one last thing I wanted to comment on was Niall's thing with him and kind of the whole idea of the algorithm and the recommendations. I have honestly, I don't think I've ever just gotten on a service and watched something because it's like, oh, it's recommended, recommended. to me. I'll watch this. <laughs> like when I get onto a service, it's not like let's find something to watch. Part of that is because I know so much of what's coming out that it's just like right. Right. I know exactly what I want to watch. So when I get onto Netflix, it's not to find a Netflix; it's to watch Seinfeld or it's to watch right. whatever. Right. Um, That's same interesting. Thing with HBO and everything. Like I, I very honestly never. I, I don't. It's not even rarely. I just never do that where I get on a service and look for something to watch. I will look for something, honestly, like on my letterbox watch list or like a TV show, like something I've heard of, mm. and then just see where it's available to stream rather than go into the streamer and see what the, is available to watch. I do it like That's the other interesting, way. Cause primarily. I do that. Netflix is the one that I go to for that mm. specifically with like documentary stuff. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I want to watch some crime documentary. And, and so I'll yeah, go definitely. on and I'll just kind of go through and I'll see like, Oh, they have one about the disappearance of the Malaysian airlines flight that like I remember seeing yeah. on the news. Sure. I'll watch that. And I watched it and I was like, this is sweet. I don't tend to do it 
with with streaming services but with netflix like if i'm going to do that i tend to go to netflix where i'm like okay let's find a new weird thing to watch you know that makes sense for sure of all of them to do it with netflix excuse me hiccuped seems like the one to do it with because you know they've got 22.83 or 21.83 billion dollars of content from just last year alone in that 2021, was it was 23 point something billion. So mm-hmm. they're they're cooling they off. Knocked off a <laughs> I, I remember a few billion years ago, dollars. they they, oh they pumped like gosh. seven billion in for the year, and that was the most of any studio. Um, and they were like, "What type of content do you want to see Netflix make?" It was just like some news channel, <coughs> and they made every suggestion. <laughs> yeah, well, so the, the, thing. the top suggestion was just, "I want to see one movie with the budget of seven billion dollars." <laughs> <laughs> That would be that sweet. would actually be sick. Yeah, if they're like, we're awesome. pa- we're pausing, like except for the ones that are renewed. Yeah, you know? we're yeah. no we're new, content. no original content except for one. one giant movie. It is like eighteen hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also, for, for context, for the listeners, the budget of split between Infinity War and Endgame total was one billion dollars. Yeah. So, which is, for Netflix to be spending twenty one point eight three billion, with all of those A list actors, you know, yeah. like with all of the CGI oh, yeah. and all of the team, the like, time, like just the time, everyone, like you watch those credits roll and they roll for a second. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that money is going to pay those people. Yep. Oh man. The uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's truly Insanity. unfathomable. About, and so the other thing is the Avatar two, three, and four. I'm pretty sure. The combined budget is two billion for those three movies, and wow! So this Avatar that, two, one of the highest grossing movies ever, barely broke even for them. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. Uh, but sometimes crazy. you just gotta make it because it needs to be made. Yeah, man. with you Avatar yeah. two, three, and four. Room. I mean, I, we 100%. we've talked about Avatar. How would be how yeah. that we liked it, but yeah, yeah. That's a tenth of that, that's still only a tenth of Netflix's budget. Yeah, for one year. Um, for year, and those three movies will come out across six years or something like that. Like it's gonna have a huge span. Um, one other last thing to Niall's point as well with changing the streaming model is I see streamers moving more and more towards releasing stuff in theaters, more either day and date release or giving it a limited theatrical run and then releasing it on the platform. They do that with Glass Onion. But it was only in theaters for mm. one week. And I was like, and yeah. a ton of people saw it. And so it was like, I think they noticed that as well as movies like Mario and Top Gun Maverick. Like some of these movies that people are going out to the theaters to see. Whereas maybe yeah. they've made some, like any of the streamers, that people would be interested in seeing in theaters. And I really hope that they do that more and more. Where even yeah. if it's just in theaters for like 30 days and then you give them two weeks where it's not on the service so people who didn't get to see it in theaters have to wait and then you put it on your streaming service just to kind of build buzz i mean in theory they're yep. always putting them in theaters in order to qualify for awards but it's never a wide enough release to get it like right. nationwide right. well the other thing though that i could see happening i think it's a stretch but with corporate greed i could see them thinking well to get more people to go actually see it in the theaters, we're just going to start releasing this stuff and then not putting it on Netflix until like a year later, Oof. which is how, how it used to be, yeah. you know, like you'd see a movie in theaters and then you have to wait for like a year, year and a half before it was on a streaming service. 
I feel like it's a really good model for making money. Only for yeah, stuff I, that has a high anticipation, though. Right. I guess only for only the for the theaters as well. Immediately, if if there are titles where there's not a ton of buzz yeah. anyway, then right. it would make no sense like, to do that. It would just then kill all them. of the marketing up until the theatrical release would not right. be like important. Right. Yeah. So, but, but that, I, I mean that's definitely possible. Yeah. Like, yeah. Who knows the future? No, it's, good. it's good, Nile. Yeah. yeah no, Thanks, no, guys. No, that was good. No, Thanks. No, 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 I liked it. Yeah. Thanks. That was yeah. great. Am I going to have to yeah. go back into my cage after this episode? Or yeah, I mean, you always win do. Me sure, some, some time out. Just assume oh. yes. So you don't even have to ask anymore. Just assume yes. Okay. Speaking of which, it's about time to man to put Nile <laughs> to put Nile back, back in his, his cage. cage. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not even Nile. I'm Bile. We... Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Did you, you put know. Nile in a cage or he's still there? No. We never oh. fed or watered him, so he kind of. We just assumed he's dried up. He was he was a cage free Nile. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. yeah. He was free range. He had plenty of space he's to romp range. and play. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's I good. I think to we hear. did. We I think we answered all the questions. Yeah. Was there anything else? Services? Probably. Yeah. No, I wanted anything. I wanted up? to give a quick shout out at the end here to Mikey Savage who gave the idea for this episode nice yeah uh, shout out to so, mikey yeah thanks for thanks for the idea i think gonna be You're like quick shout out to netflix for no, no. royalties for it <laughs> <laughs> well we don't get any royalties either though so we'll pay him yeah. once but we're not going to give him residuals uh, That's right. and it'll be eight dollars yeah which is apparently um, the size of a check one of the writers got for something. Eight dollar. Eight dollar oh check. That's pretty fun. Um, okay, so we have some kind of announcements. Do we want to do that now, or do we want to just build that up for the next? No, time? that'll well, be next this, time. This... Well, just to say that it's happening. Well, we're gonna do that with the Fast X episode, which has already come out, oh. so people already know. which came out like three weeks ago. Yeah. So, oh, hey, this is a future. Remember episode, that announcement we made? Remember? Isn't that, that crazy? Yeah, that's awesome. Keep it going. So, Keep that in mind and remember to subscribe to it and yeah. The Patreon. Patreon. That's what it is. Yeah, we got a Patreon. We've got a website. You guys know this. You guys know this. You heard it with the Fast <laughs> X episode a month ago. Yeah. So Mikey Savage, if you want to give us residuals yeah. to keep yeah. making this podcast, uh, you're welcome. That to that is something subscribe that subscribe to our frigging Patreon. The the Warner Brothers CEO said the strike will end because people want to come back to work. They love working. <laughs> yeah, everyone like, loves working. Yeah, everyone's yeah, that just that's like, one thing. That's why you loves. have to pay them to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Well, we don't get paid to do it, but no, we love work. But we love we love everything you do for us, and we'll, we'll see catch you, you on another on another man cave. Man Can cave I say it this time? Movie, movie night. My yeah, Lucas, you say it. We'll catch you on another man cave movie night Monday. Bazinga! <laughs> oh, bazinga! Oh, <laughs> Thank you.